Sometimes it's effortless ease with which you can just sit and turn on the mic and start this conversation. And there are days when the inertia is too much. When there's too much of a noise inside of your head and the heart cannot be heard. These are some of the thoughts that ring in my head sometimes before I start. And the moment I begin, I know I'm establishing a divine, sacred contact with you. You who probably keep returning to listen to this monologue, which in fact is not at all mine. It's a universal monologue. It's a conversation that we all have with ourselves. All I'm doing is voicing it. And I encourage you to voice it as well. Because all these conversations lead us to us. Bring us closer to that one source within us. The light that shines. The one that guides. The one who's been sought. In fact, it's always a yearning for returning to the source. We might choose different paths and different ideas. Someone uses a visual, someone uses a workout, and someone speaks or writes. Someone creates an engineering marvel, but every creation that we engage in is our way of expressing ourselves. It's our gratitude for this life, for this aliveness, and it's our desire to go back and connect to the source, and this intimacy with the source is felt every time you and I do something that we love, every time we follow our joy, we follow our bliss, we are actually creating stuff to rejoice and celebrate being alive. What is your creation? I've been asking this question several times and every time I ask myself the question I come back with one answer or maybe two. I need to write, I need to speak, I need to communicate, I need to reach out and then remove all other ifs and buts and implications of this reward, for instance, financial, or how many people would I be able to engage with, or what is the consequence in terms of impact, in terms of reaching out with this message, oh no, the whole idea is for this vibration, for this frequency to be created. And what do I do? I basically transform my inner energy, the urge, the potentiality that I am into this energy. It's a potential energy into this kinetic energy, this vibrational frequency that reaches out to you in the form of words. So merely shaping energy from one form to another 
and we may intellectualize and create a thousand excuses, thoughts, reasons, glorifications, condemnations, anything. We could just create what we want, label it as we wish, but down at its basic core, it's just oscillating love. This vibration is nothing but love. You paint on a canvas, you're creating the vibgyo. Various colors, violet to red, are nothing but frequencies, light at different wavelengths, interpreted by the eye, and the image is created at the back of the brain. Ladies and gentlemen, science is not crude, impersonal, or, for that matter, lacking emotion. It's not just quantifying and very, very objectively describing everything. It's actually the essence, the subjective interpretation of what you paint, what I write, what I speak. That is of essence. All else is just ripples, oscillations, vibrations. That's what I'm trying to communicate. And who interprets the message behind what has been said, behind what has been painted? Who interprets the picture? Who interprets the essence of what I'm trying to say to you? That entity, ladies and gentlemen, is not the intellectual brain, the intellectual 5% conscious mind or the brain is just interpreting the signals, the physicality of it all. The essence is understood by the soul. That's meant for your heart and for your inner being, the higher self. My soul's communicating to your soul, any painters, any sculptures. Sculptors' soul is communicating to your soul when they do all that. The whole experience of being in an architecturally beautifully designed building does not lie in the angles at which the bricks are laid, the corridors and the labyrinths created, and how light falls at an angle. It's about how you interpret the soul of that creation. And there, the architect, the masons, they've put their soul. You and I only understand language of the soul. No matter how you deny and how much you want to claim I am a balanced individual who is not swayed by emotion. We're just all driven by emotion. We wake up for the sake of love and do everything for the sake of love. Recount everything that you're doing. Either you love it or do it for the love of someone you love. Don't you? There is nothing outside of that window. And the moment you begin 
to accept your own basic nature as love, you'll begin to do things that you enjoy. You'll begin to open up to the world. You'll begin to accept everything and everyone. Because everyone is acting out of their love. And of course, that conditioning, which they received as children, were they abused or given love? Were they put in fear or were they allowed to express themselves freely? Were they subdued? Were they snubbed? Suppressed? So it's very important as children and being with children, we tread very carefully that we expand their horizons. We give them boundless love. All the fears that you and I carry were instilled in childhood. And those fears are nothing but the taking away of love from us, which was our basic nature. And as we grow up, those fears magnify into diseases, into behavior patterns, into attitudes which are self-sabotaging, which were always damaging, which are always the only restriction. And we spend our youth and our middle age overcoming those fears and life rushes by. Whereas if we could just understand those fears, if we could sort them out in time, enough love could come and sweep them away, wash them away, and life becomes radiant. And we become radiant beings answering the soul call and not caught up in trying to manipulate and manage life. In our selfless offering of love, in our fearless, courageous conduct, we clean all our wounds and dress them up and heal them. And there are times when I sit and I say, what do I talk about? And when I start communicating, I somehow know that the inner being has enough to say, enough to communicate. Same things that the most learned have said for thousands of years. And yet we all continue to want to hear them because they help heal. Our primary nature is to help heal with love. That's what we are here to offer to others. My ointment could be words, yours could be something else. Find that fount of healing that you have inside of you and start offering it to the person you love, to the people who need it. And if half of us start doing it, how quickly or rapidly would heal the world if we start opening these gifts that we have and we stop listening to all the condemning voices, all the criticism that comes our way and we just open our hearts up like this. Of course, vulnerability will have its cost, but the moment that inner shift happens and you start seeing and anticipating and expecting the best from people, in people, 
The whole set of circumstances that you're in will start to change. Then there's beauty, abundance, love, success, everything. In an immensity, immeasurable. The world is such, ladies and gentlemen, because we create it to be such and imagine and expect it to be such. The way our mental anticipation and expectation and projection of the world begins to alter, that same energy brings about phenomenal changes in the external environment that we are dwelling in. And it all begins to change. You and I are up there, holding the canvas and the palette in our hand. We choose the brush strokes with which we create the world. The flourish is ours. The splash is ours to make. There is no blame. There's only responsibility. And that is ours. As co-creators, infused with the energy and the wisdom and the insight of God nature that resides in all of us. We're partners in this cooperative earth that we create every day. Whose visions we have every day. And in this beautiful interconnected web of loving and living with others, execution is all we have to. Moving every stride, every breath, every heartbeat into this realm of knowing, a full awareness that we are together, partners in this joyride, mothership, earth, hurtling across the solar system, is our bus to heaven. We choose the direction. We choose her spin, her tilt on the axis, everything. We choose the quality of air we breathe because we're creating or polluting it. Do we realize coexistence, interdependence and absolute freedom of choice? Or do we turn the responsibility over to some political outfit, some individual, to lay the blame squarely on? There could be a thousand questions that I might pose at the moment and ask you to come sit with me and contemplate the answers. But I leave you here at the sweet turning of the morning where I am to just think, to go back in and think to just choose at the moment a blissful day and blow all your problems away with one inhale of remembrance and one exhale 
of gratitude.